Okay, hello everybody. Welcome. Um, today's podcast, we are going to be talking about women, specifically women in the church. So with me today, I have beautiful, beautiful women with me who I'm so happy to call my own friends. Um, so we're just kind of going to go around and introduce ourselves. So I'm Natalie and the ministry that I am starting to try to get more involved with um, coming up in the fall is Sankofa. Hi, everybody. My name is Kat, and I am a member of InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. Hello, everybody. My name is Zoe, and I am also one of the leaders in InterVarsity Christian Fellowship. Hey, y'all. I'm Kathway, and I am president of St. Kofa Campus Ministry. Um, so for our talk today... We kind of just had a few talking points specifically um, just kind of around women, women in the church um, and all that jazz. So what are y'all's thoughts? If you have any like immediate thoughts or like how you see like your own role as a woman and like what that kind of means to you, I guess. No, I think it's, I think it's pretty interesting. I think it's just like, it's just so, it's, it's, it's a controversial topic in a lot of ways, I think. Um, and I, I think of just like women in the church. Um, I think of, I think of like the women in the Bible that are often miss or like overlooked. Mm. Um, some that we don't talk about, but that played like a great role in um, in the gospel in the the gospel that we partake in now and in our faith. Um, yeah, I just think of all like the the women in the Bible who literally paved the way <laughs> for us to be where we are now. Like even Eve herself, although we may think of her in like this like negative light. Like, oh, she caused Adam to fall. Like, her name is literally, like, she is the mother of all life. Like, she birthed us so that we can stand here today. She started life. So, hmm. really interesting when we when we think about women in the church and how, and how um, women in the Bible have played into uh, what we do today. Yeah, I think... Um women in the Bible. It's such, such a fun thing to like get into and just read more about like, um, I'm a year and some change into, into my faith. Um, and so I have a very good idea of what I thought about women in the church before becoming a Christian. Um, and I thought it was a, um, place of like submission, but like in a bad way. And I was always like, oh, like they just need to be like set free or whatever. But honestly, after becoming a Christian, um, I feel so empowered, like in my faith, knowing, having all of these role models, like in the Bible um, of just powerful, powerful women. Um, and I'm just, I'm honored to be a woman of God, especially like at 20 years old. Like, it's just really cool that I'm here at this point in life, you know? Yeah, I think as someone that has 
been leading a, a women's group on campus, I've always just wanted to make sure I'm bringing in stories of women from the Bible. Cause I'm like, okay, I'm, I want to know like more about what it means to be a Christian woman and what does that look like? And I had like all these questions as I went deeper into my faith. I'm like, okay, like, I feel like there is a lot of misconceptions or like, oh, women, there's a lot of things about what women can't do. And it's like, okay, well, let's look, what does the Bible say about women? How, how does God use these women? And it's like, I'm trying to, I think I'm like, okay, like, what do I, what resources can I use to like learn more about this? And it's like, yes, there are so many great resources and things to grow as a woman of God, but it's like, no, like just get back and get back to the word, get back to like stories of Mary, Ruth, Esther, Deborah. So there's so, there's so, so many. And also if you're, if you're listening and you're not familiar with those stories, I highly like encourage you to check them out man or woman, but for my ladies out there, like seriously, like encourage you to, um, to just look into those stories. Cause it's like, if you have that question of like, Oh, like, what is it, what does it mean to like be a woman of God or like how, what does that look like? Just seeing how God used women in the Bible is like the best, the best example. Yeah. One thing that's like kind of coming to my mind as we bring up these like women of the Bible is really just like, in my experience growing up in church, there were never like sermons talking about these women. These women were literally so overlooked, right? And I think that we can read like Old Testament stories where it's like oh this guy has like 700 wives and it just like speaks well in my eyes sometimes that seems like it's speaking so like low to women and it is but I think that the um I think that it's really culture that has taught us that just like just the worth of women is so low. So we literally see that in the Bible, even though that's not the point that it's saying. It was hard for me to kind of get that out, but we're there. Um, And it just, those like misconceptions, I don't know exactly how to like word this or like if anyone has, has other like points going to this, but it's like, it matters <laughs> like preachers talking about women and literally empowering women and I just think that we miss that sometimes no I definitely think it's important to just you know keep it real um a lot of mis- there are a lot of misconceptions about um women in the church let's like to be honest um I think that sometimes even or or I felt like at one point, like there were a lot of more rules for women than there were for men, especially in certain certain churches and and all of that. But um, yeah, it's it's very it can be very discouraging um, sometimes to uh, to listen to to society to even listen to some of these some of these churches and some of these sermons. 
um, on what they have to say about women. But I think that's why the Lord is right now like raising up such an like an army of women to to kind of combat those uh those like double standards and those um misconceptions you know um and kind of give us and well not kind of but to give us our our power back and our authority back because there are so much and like i i guess it goes goes back to like what i was saying like i guess in the beginning like when i think about women in the church it's like to be honest like the woman like these two were Mary and Martha were the first to tell about Jesus resurrecting before anybody could really believe they were the first ones to take it and run with it um like we we think about like women like Deborah like she literally like took out <laughs> took out like an army commander if I'm saying that story right if I remember that story correctly like she literally like she and she waited upon the Lord and I just think that I think that the Lord is reminding us of of what what we're here for and why and why we're here you know and why we're more than just why we're more than just somebody to you know carry children or to cook or to tend to the house or whatever the 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 um the the uh, the old narrative may have been i think the lord is is now starting to empower us to really carry the gospel and run run with it yeah and just like just in this, in this conversation, just kind of like going back to the fact that, oh, like there's different standards, like for, for men and women. And sometimes we give like the man, like more power, so to say, but it's like, um, and I don't know the exact scriptural reference, but we all know like the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same spirit that lives in us. And like, that's for men, that's for women, that's for children. So like, that's, like we have the Holy spirit, like we can do literally anything. Like we have the boldness to go out and spread the gospel because we have the same spirit that, um, that a man does, you know? And yes, the Lord has different roles in some circumstances for men and women, but in terms of just like power and just that, cause sometimes we're just like, Oh, like I'm, I'm a woman, like people aren't going to listen to me. Like, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't say this because I'm a woman, but it's like, no, like God, God gave us his Holy Spirit and wants us to just really be activated in that. And I totally agree, Kathleen. Like, I really think that God is raising up just a new generation of women who are like, yeah, we um, just want to show the importance of using this God-given voice that we've all been having. And um, even just like within our own, <laughs> our own community, like, all the different ways that we as women have been pouring into each other in different Bible studies, like um, with meeting with Sarah and Natasha, shout out, um, just to grow even more from uh, just spiritually mature women in our lives, just all these things that we're doing to just like recognize that as women, we have this power um, that God has given us, I think is just like so cool to even see in our own circle. 
Yeah, as soon as actually, as soon as you said that, I I I thought of Galatians three twenty eight to twenty nine, and it says, "There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female, for you are all one in in Christ Jesus." And twenty nine says, "And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham." You are his heirs and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. And I think that it's so important to remember that there is nobody or there is nobody too far that God, that, that Jesus's blood does not cover. There's nobody, there's nobody too, there is, there is no, there's no specific gender that God favors for more grace than another. Like, God's grace, God's mercy, God's like Jesus's blood that was shed goes for everybody, all of us, because we were all slaves to sin at one point, but it's only because of the cross that we are no longer slaves to sin, but we are um, heirs to God's kingdom. It's very important, especially that like that word, like heirs, like we, we are inheritance, we are like in, or are inheritors of, of God's promises to Abraham. And God's promises to, to to Isaac and Jacob and and all of these all of these people we are we are part of God's kingdom we are um, a part of a family and we all have a similar mission which is the Great Commission you know to to reach out and to see the lost saved and to heal the sick and to to spread the gospel and to make sure that the good news is being is being spread where it needs to be. And it's important just as women to just like for us to always remember that because of the grace that saved us, we are now empowered to go out and empower other other women who might be feeling um, cast down from society or cast down from the church. So yeah, it's really good. I even think about like, so we were saying just about like the the like slight like differences between the the roles of men and women in the church that that might be like that are outlined um but i don't i don't see how that's different than the individual roles that i'm called to a different place than halfway might be called to a different place you know um and I was just kind of reminded of that and thinking of that where it's where it's really not just a gender thing, but it, it's an individual thing because at the end of the day, it's you and God, you know? Um, let's see. Now, the last talking point that we kind of wanted to hit a little bit um, was where do we find our worth and our power? Um, specifically, like, obviously, we know, like, in the Lord, like, that's who we should be looking to. Um, but like, is there any like particular like verse that is really like that like speaks to you as like a woman or or any other like kind of comment of like women and worth 
um, one that I was, I um, found today as I was kind of just preparing for this was um, Proverbs 31, 26. Um, it says, she opens her mouth with, with wisdom and the teaching of her kindness is on her tongue. Um, and I just thought that that was a really pretty beautiful verse. And um, I want to live like that. Um, are there any last kind of comments before, before we wrap up? I think um, something that really like specifically for women that I find really empowering is of course going back to Deborah um, who was a judge in the book of Judges um, and one of the things that she she did was she um, actually let me let me find the verse before I start rambling on about um, all about Deborah here but basically she was talking about how she chose um, to go into into the war into army basically um and she said basically she's like i will gladly go with you she said but you will receive no honor blah 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 i'll go in as um as a mother yeah they were deserted in israel until i deborah arose a mother in israel and it's just that's something that specifically um that's a role women have as mothers um and so it's just like the fact that she could have chosen anything and she decided like, no, I'm going to go in. I could have gone in as, um, you know, like a warrior. I could have gone in as a, a prophetess. I could have gone in as anything, but she chose to go in as a mother specifically. Um, and it just, I find that really, really empowering that that's something that God gave to, to women. And she chose that to be the, um, the role that she was going to go in as. Yeah, I think that's really awesome. And just another, um, as I was talking about earlier about how important it is to look at examples of women in, in the Bible. And I mentioned Mary and uh, very, I mean, I've always thought, you know, Mary's awesome, but like <laughs> I've just very recently in the timing when I actually, um, me and I don't know if any of you guys were there for this, but for my women's group Bible study, we studied Mary. And I think at that specific time, I was just really empowered by that because I was in a, a, a space where I just was kind of just in a, like a bleh, like spot, like, I don't, I don't know, just wasn't really like feeling encouraged or just like uplifted, didn't really like feel super confident. Um, and I think just the fact that, you know, Mary finds out that she's going to give birth to the Messiah that everybody has been waiting for and she's like of course she's terrified like when she gets this news um from the angel but then she immediately um just goes on and just praises the lord and is just like yeah like i'm i'm ready for this like i'm gonna <laughs> like she was scared but immediately just like knew how god had been with her through things in the past and then she just goes and praises him like just so like she just says my soul praises the greatness of the lord and my spirit rejoices in god my savior um because he has looked with favor on the humble condition of his servant um 
it's like his mercy from generation to generation. I just love that shift in her, in her attitude. And also it's just like, yeah, um, the fact that, you know, she's, yes, obviously like women are, have children all the time, but like <laughs> the fact that it's just this birth had so much significance and she was just like, yeah, like I'm, I'm ready for it. And just, yeah, it was just really, just really empowering to me, just the way that, that she um, responded to the Lord in that situation. Yeah, and I, I know that there's so much about women, um, specifically in the church, women's rights, um, that we could just go on <laughs> about seriously I know that um with this particular group of lovely women I've had many uh, passionate conversations um <laughs> but to kind of close out our podcast for today um we just kind of want to plug the Instagram um at underscore the restoration so go ahead give us a follow and you guys can just kind of see what we're doing through the year um and we're so excited for the fall to be back on campus um and just kind of start planning uh what's what's going on for the year but um yeah so go check out our instagram um yeah and i think that's all so bye Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, y'all.